0: Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Dene. My name's Clementina. I am I'm a
1: singer-songwriter, originally from Warsaw, Poland, but based between London and New York, and I'm currently in New York and I'm actually a student right now too, so I, I go to school um, right now. I go, I go to the new school, but I I also attend King's College London, and I do. I've been doing music ever since I was a kid. Like I was 12, and I started singing. Um, but I've been releasing my original music probably um, since like last year. So it's it's been pretty. It's been very recent um we actually met like standard and and thomas we met in a really weird way because i as far as i remember i just like posted in one of those music facebook groups in mm-hmm. london because i was trying to connect to some music people i i, I didn't really know anyone in london um, um and thomas was what was the one to respond to my post and that's how we met but I think it wasn't until like after I came back from New York um, after last summer that we started collaborating, all of us, um, the three of us together. Um, so yeah, um, and um, that's like a very brief, I think, story. But yeah, I, I write my own music, and um, I'm trying. And and apart from that, I'm I'm working on a few like social media projects right now. But music is definitely my priority.
2: I'm Sander, uh, from Norway, producer from Norway. Uh, I've had music in my life. Uh, well, from since I was very young doing all kinds of things, but I chose to go into production professionally. Um, uh, and I moved to the UK to study there and that's where I met Thomas. Um, even, yeah, the first, the first day I came in with my suitcase and I met Thomas <laughs> and we clicked right away. And, uh, we we've been working together ever since for uh, I think it's the third year now. Uh, we just uh have a very versatile, well, big big range of inspirations. We're very different in that way, but we also connect on a lot of um on a lot of places. Um so I think we get a very interesting mixture of uh of music when we collaborate. Um and yeah, we we just basically uh been working with uh, a bunch of different artists and um, how long we've we been working together with with you um, now Clem for as no, a year? No
1: I think it's been like half a year I think we started collaborating oh. in like fall I met Thomas earlier but that was like I think we, I just like met him on Facebook and then we just like met in real life once in like one cafe but then I left for New York and then I, I when I was back in London that's that's when we reconnected and that's when we met so it's
2: been just like fall. Yeah. So it's... it's uh, yeah, we, we have great fun just being creative and um, trying, trying to do it full time. I'm not... I'm not like directly doing it full time at the moment. Well, at the moment I am, because it's the situation and all. I'm just staying mm-hmm. home working on music. <laughs> but
3: yeah, so... But yeah, that's, that's short briefly about me. Okay. My turn. <laughs> so, I'm Thomas clearly <laughs> and uh, I was born in Colombia but Ooh, adopted nice. to Denmark oh, so wow. uh, I grew up in Scandinavia like Sander mm-hmm. and surrounded by music from childhood my dad plays in like a party cafe band oh cool and I would say it had an impact but it, it's not why I chose it it was just at some point I, I said to my parents uh, can I play piano can I like <laughs> take lessons and uh it started with classical and soon after that I found out that like I was more into the rhythmical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I I picked up the guitar and bass and uh, yeah, just went for it. I went to different schools and I did it privately and uh, yeah, learn learned by doing, I guess. And uh, at some point I just found out, okay, I need to, to brighten my horizon and uh, I went to London, well I went to UK and uh, met up with Sander and we went to school together and just like he said we just clicked from the start, Mm we are like oh we're gonna be in each other's life (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah we just we we work on building our relationships with the people we work with Mm -hmm. as much as the music itself because well I think if you're comfortable, that's when music and art really shines. So it's, at least for me, it's very important that you focus on these values. So uh, you allow the creative process to come naturally. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. And today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Purple Skies by Clementina. Um, Let's start with the lyrics of this song what is this song about and what inspired you to write it um
1: yeah um (laughs) that's actually that's actually a really good question so i would say how i felt for a long time over the summer inspired me to write the song um i spend the entire summer in new york and to me that the song reminds me a lot about new york and particularly about like sort of like melancholy that I felt in New York. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I went back to London um, when I actually wrote the song. And it's, it's, it's a funny story because because um, I remember I was like, it was like the first day of classes at King's. Um, so like um, fall semester. And I remember that was like my first class um, this semester. And I was waiting for the professor they didn't show up. I was like sitting on the, uh, on, on the floor at Kings and I was listening to um, Lana Del Rey. Um, I think that was the song Cin- cinnamon girl. Cause um, oh, okay. she released she released that, that album quite recently at that time. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to that song and Lana Del Rey has never been like the biggest inspiration for me musically, but mm-hmm. um, I was listening to her a lot over the summer. And then I was listening to her new album and, And I just like, there's like sometimes when I write songs, um, it just like literally just like, just like, I just like think of some idea and just like start singing it and and I record it on my phone. And that was, this song was kind of like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was just like sitting on the floor and listening to that song and I just like immediately thought of some idea and I recorded it on my phone. And since I didn't have a class because they didn't show up, I went to the music practice room at King's, which is, by the way, a very depressing room because it's like a windowless little room with like just a piano. And but it's really funny because most of my like most of the songs that I'm most proud of, I create in these kind of rooms, which is really strange. But anyways, um, I went to this um, this room and just like started um seeing the idea that I had and developing it and I wrote this song in like one day. Um so um yeah so if I had to describe what it's about um I would I would say it's about melancholy it's about feeling sentimental um to me personally it's it was about someone um in particular um it's it's been a very weird story and, and like, kind of like something that I couldn't stop thinking of, like about that person. I couldn't stop thinking of them. I was in a way mad at them at the same time. Um, I really missed them. And, and, and to me, that song was kind of like the reflection of how I felt at that time. Mm. But I did, I really, I really wanted to express a lot of, um, a lot of like kind of like those warm feelings that you still have for someone, but at the same time you feel super like distant and, and, and far from, from them Um, emotionally and and literally like physically. So, um, Mm. so that was the main inspiration behind the song and purple skies. It's it's quite literal. It's like, it reminds me of, of um, New York and the sunsets here because sunsets here over the summer, over the summer, incredible. And, And that was kind of like my, um, just like my, um, just like, just like me looking back on my memories from, from New York and and what I was thinking of, which was mostly that person because they occupied my mind for like over the entire summer, um, while I was doing a lot of other things, but I just like, couldn't stop thinking about them. So that was kind of this
0: feeling. Mm -hmm. Did you know, um, Did you know where you wanted to go with the production after you kind of had this idea?
1: In a way. Yeah. I feel like collaborating with um, Sander and Thomas clarified a lot of these ideas too, Mm -hmm. but um, I, I I'm pretty sure that I kind of had a very, very basic idea of how I wanted it to sound. And how I and how I wanted it to sound was um, also like I, I just really wanted. That was the time when I kind of like realized that I would really like to see what my voice would sound like with a bit more like raw production. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, and I and I've been and I've been inspired by artists like Lana Del Rey, like The Weeknd, and mm-hmm. and um, that kind of like genre so like art alternative RB, um a bit ambient. It's still kind of pop, but it's not like a typical kind of like pop that you hear on the radio. Um right. so that was my main kind of vague inspiration, but definitely once we started working together it, it clarified
0: and became so much more clear. What was the first thing that you guys laid down for uh, production?
2: yeah that was that was keys uh we were just sitting with a simple uh electronic keyboard like a Rhodes kind of type of sound oh, okay. and uh we wanted to create um that sort of sore feeling mm-hmm. through those keys with sound design first so we we just created that sound um um by editing a bunch of stuff and, and Thomas played some played some keys to it and we we just hit a nice loop with that and we we went from there with uh with really spacey keys and, and the whole idea was to have a lot of space in the track so a vocal could really well obviously shine but really take the intention have a lot of space in the track for the feel. right
4: yeah
0: <laughs> no there's did nothing you... i can add here <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys work remotely right right now yeah yeah for this song also in particular did you guys work remote no. No, I was oh, okay. in L-
1: All of us were in London at that time.
0: Oh, okay, nice. So this was very, like, collaborative effort here.
2: The intro guitar.
0: <gasps>
2: but, uh, we oh, no. use this for now. Okay. <laughs> we got so excited it turned out into a bridge instead. It's not bad. <laughs>
0: beginning like really drew me in Um, and now that I kind of know the backstory of this song kind of reminds me of like New York just with the traffic of the cars like going um, every which way left and right Um, you guys did a really really great job on this production Um, what thanks yeah I I really really truly enjoyed it Um, did anything Change like when you guys were putting um, her vocals together on the production, or did everything kind of stay the same?
2: I guess uh, the part that changed the most was maybe the um, the bridge part, where it's mostly just uh, the vocals. And we, uh, Thomas, you can you can talk about that amazing guitar
3: pedal you (laughs) have that we use so. Yeah. So so basically, we we want that analog sound. That's mm-hmm. what we're chasing when we're playing. We want it we want it to feel natural when we're making music, even when it's like electronic MIDI, all this kind. So I, I got myself a pedal that's kind of a live sampler, but I'm playing it I'm playing it as it is and it, it really it 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 melts all, all these things together and creates ambience, it creates space. Uh that that's that's what you hear in the start uh, of the track, um, just oh. one effect of it. And uh, as we go on into the bridge part, that's the whole, well, what do you want to call it? Um, clicky effect. Uh, it's, it's all that pedal and, of course, me knowing how to use it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, a, it's a tool that's almost like a second instrument to me. I feel like it, 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 it has so much meaning uh, when working on music like this that it needs to be mastered as like an instrument in itself mm-hmm. and on top of like uh, Clem's very uh, breathy and pop vocals it just adds up and fills out the space even more yeah. and uh, becomes something bigger.
2: I'd say also one more thing is that uh, we use a vocoder in Ooh, the track. Yes, I we love that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite parts too. Vocoder, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: but yeah, continue. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to say I really admired that. <laughs> oh no, I, I thought Sandra
1: wanted to add something, but
2: <laughs> uh, um, I just wanted to mention the vocoder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think if I had to like mention two like my favorite two parts of the song would this would be vocoder and that particle um pedal that Thomas um mentioned earlier mm-hmm. cuz it's just like it's it's so cool it's just like it makes the song so much more cuz um at least for me I really wanted the song to sound like um not necessarily like like i i wouldn't say i was thinking i wanted it to be like an ambient song in the beginning but i i wanted it to be like to have this kind of like modern um sound um and i feel like these two um these two instruments effects, whatever you, you call them um i think they added a lot to this song and it added like i'm always such a huge fan of just like ex- experimenting with everything really whether it's vocals or Mm -hmm. instruments or even like even like regular normal sounds that you might even record and like I don't know like anywhere and then just like um in some way um adjust them or filter them or or just like do a bunch of like different weird um add like different weird like effects or layers on um on them and just like come up with something that someone could really classify as something. I think that was like one of the, one of our, one of our priorities when we were making the song. Um, so yeah. And I just wanted to add, cause you mentioned it, like, that was like a previous question, like about like working remotely, but we weren't in the same country actually, but it's, it's kind of funny, like, cause like, um, Sander and Thomas, they were kind of like based in Reading, um, so, and Reading is, like, an hour and, like, 30 minutes away from where I lived by the train, but I was based in London. Um, so I was just, like, traveling. So we were in the same country, but I was, like, we would be, like, traveling, like, every week. And, yeah, and just, like, working on the song. But it was kind of, like, a cool thing. <laughs> that was the second city I've been to in the UK.
0: I'm embarrassed to admit that, but, Yeah. <laughs> Did this, um, was the process of building this song pretty easy for you guys? Like, did it come naturally or did it take a while to come up with ideas?
2: I, f- I feel it came really naturally because uh, Clem is so uh, involved in the whole process, so creative. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> Thank you. for me and Thomas, it's just a dream working with her, uh, being so involved in track and come with all these creative ideas and, and fun ways to do stuff. So, it's, I felt that it just come by having fun came came by having fun really. Um and uh yeah yeah, that that's at least what I recall. It came pretty natural.
3: Yeah, and I mean when you have such a strong melody, I mean she just sang it for us in uh Sanders old place mm-hmm. and like, Oh wow that that that's a song right there, that's a whole song and we haven't even started working on it. So it was so easy yeah. to just Fill, fill in the gaps if you want to say and uh, I mean yeah it's it's a strong pop melody but with all these different experimental effects it becomes something else and yeah. uh, it, it was so natural like Santa says. it was very easy but I mean all, all the small details always that, that's where that's where the thinking starts yeah
1: yeah I right. gotta say it yeah. was very natural to me too also because I can most honestly say that Thomas and Sander are just like one of the very few collaborators um, that I, I feel like I can really trust when it comes to like their tastes, because I just, it's really Mm -hmm. hard to, like, I've been collaborating with, and I'm still collaborating with a lot of people and all of them are incredibly talented, but it's just so hard to really like, to like make sure that they kind of like understand what my vision is. And like, I just like quickly right, right. realized when we started collaborating together, like me, Thomas, and, and Sander, that we just like we kind of like not not necessarily listen to just the same artists, though it's kind of true too. But it's also like just like we just like we just like get it, like we just get our like um each other's vibes, and and
0: that's really really helpful mm-hmm.
1: and really awesome.
0: Yeah definitely yeah it's all about the connection um, and the energy in the room too um well i want to know what your favorite lyric line is in the song um oh
1: that's a that's a really good that's a really good question i've never actually thought about this um i would say (laughs) that's, that's that's a tough question um My favorite, my favorite lyric line. Um, I kind of, it's not like exactly my favorite lyric line, but it's more like a concept, which kind of, which was very accidental in a way. I didn't really do it on purpose, but then I realized that it looked like that and I kind of liked it. I liked it that I started the song with, pur- I opened the song with Purple Skies and I finished the song with Purple Skies. Um, and um, it's something, um, like I, I did it totally by accident. I really wanted um, the song to be titled that too mm-hmm. because of what um, the New York Sunsets meant to me. But it was very, um, it was kind of like very, I was like, even like writing this song was supernatural to me. It's not very often the case. Sometimes I kind of struggle with writing a song super quickly and that song came super naturally to me. And I opened the song with purple skies and I, I wanted to make sure that I, um, it's not like one line in the song that summarizes everything, but it's something, it's kind of like a theme that's, um, that's present throughout the song. And, um, it yeah, it, it's kind of so that this I would say this is one of my favorite parts of the song. Um it's not necessarily like a lyric line, but um um but I think
0: th- I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um do you guys have a favorite production element? I'm thinking I know everyone's now, but
2: that
3: I mean, <laughs> everybody loves that vocoder, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think it's the vocoder and then the that guitar.
3: Bass <laughs> and it's in a vocoder, and it's done. I mean, it was the first time we, we got to use a vocoder on actual track. So it oh. was, that was fun. I
1: have another favorite um, part of the production, and it, it's the. I don't know if you heard it because the production actually has so many layers, but there's this in the bridge part, there's this part. Mm-hmm. I think we filtered and we, um, we changed obviously a little bit, the sound of kind of like the male choir. And, um, this is one of my favorite parts cause it's so soothing and calming that sound. And it's like, it's in the bridge part, but it's, yeah. But there's like a few other things on top of it. So it might not be that much, um, you you might have not maybe heard it that well but that's one of my favorite parts i remember i it's so soothing and calming that i could just listen to that to that sound for
2: like hours literally but
0: (laughs) i'll have to uh i'll have to pay attention to that next time i listen to it
2: yeah it becomes like a pad sound sort of underneath it all
0: Well, any other cool facts about this song and the recording process? Mm, yeah, I mean, I I might have
1: maybe one. Um, so, like, because um, um, I was thinking about like when we actually recorded the the process, the the song, and it was really funny too, because. Um, The song is like very vulnerable and like sensitive, and and obviously it means something to me personally too. But like um, the way we recorded it was like I would say like so unpretentious because um, and I even like recently I was like scrolling through my um, through my uh, camera roll and just like looking at pictures from like months (laughs) ago and like um, I even like posted it I think because it was so funny because we recorded the song at Sanders house and Redding, but like, we obviously didn't have like a professional studio setting. Um, we had like the the equipment, but not really like a setting. So we recorded in the literally in a bathroom. And I remember it was so funny because I remember when, like when guys were like telling me to like, like think about the song, like the meaning. And I was like literally standing in front of the toilet. And it was just like (laughs) really funny, but, um, (laughs) yeah, but, um, yeah, that was, that was kind of funny, but that's, that's also like kind of cool. It's actually amazing that you can record, um, like professionally really, um, at home and, and, and yeah, and it sounds so well Mm -hmm. and sounds so great, but at the same time, like the, like behind the scenes, it's like, like so DIY. And so like, it's sometimes just like very hilarious. So, um, yeah that's a fun that's a fun fact nice
0: guys any last words on this song last words <laughs> sounds morbid
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah like i said the um, well like clementina said it it's it really serves the purpose of the d i y because mm-hmm. uh you see like free People from different places in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, now also in different places in the world, and it it really just speaks that it's it's possible to do this oh, yeah. online and do this mm-hmm. work remotely. Of course, it's great together, but but when you have the opportunity to do this, it this this is like the the product of what can come of yeah. it, and uh, and about reaching out and uh, connecting with people, it it's it's really. Uh, yeah it, it, the whole process just uh, is, is so clearly natural to me and that's funny when when you're thinking about it's it's actually free strangers in a way yeah. right working <laughs> yeah. together.
1: exactly because we just like we we didn't know each other really when we started working just like yeah
0: <laughs> it's crazy yeah, that's a that's a good uh, thing about technology. It's connecting other people. Um, there's bad parts to it, but yeah, mm-hmm. especially the times we're living in right now. It's like everyone's got to adapt and um, learn how to work remote, and it definitely works. I mean, it really does. Phineas, you know, Phineas and Billie Eilish they won Grammys, and Phineas said that you know they were making all this music in their bedroom, and mm-hmm. that all of us can do it too and win a Grammy one day. So yeah definitely possible (laughs) yes no need for fancy studios (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for coming on my show i really loved learning about the production and um and the inspiration behind purple skies as well thank you thank you so much for this
4: opportunity
3: thanks thanks for having us
5: That's the image I keep cultivating When thought cluster hits me at night Baby, I'm overwhelmed with thinking too much Too attached to form of you I've learned to love so much And lately, I've learned to understand what I'm like I guess my biggest flaw right now Is that I see you
0: To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Dene on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Music.
4: Thank you for listening. <laughs>